Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you this special edition of Garage Logic. And I know that uh, today it'll be warm enough to swim, just as we're heading into a warm five days of swimming. I hope you keep that beach free of weeds and unwanted vegetation with the products from Aquaside, a White Bear Lake company. The products are made at White Bear Lake. They work quickly. They're easy to use. They've been approved by all of the proper environmental authorities. So take your cell phone down to the beach or your swimming hole. Call Aquaside. Tell them exactly what you're looking at, and they'll make sure you get the right products to keep your beach looking great the rest of this swimming season, and there's still a lot of swimming season left. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. What's up, GLers? It's Reavers here in the Garage Logic Podcast Studios with a best of Garage Logic for both today and tomorrow as the mayor is gearing up. For live shows at the Great Minnesota Get-Together starting next week, so um, I'm going to do something today and tomorrow that I do not believe we've ever done, as, at least as a podcast anyway, and I think it'd be kind of a cool treat. I, I came up with this idea driving in with um, with a couple of ding-dongs that are in the other room over there. No, 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 that did not mean you can come jump on the microphone, young man. That just meant you need to go sit over there and... Watch football highlights from about three years ago. Anyway, I digress. So, Reavers here in the GL Podcast Studios, and uh, I don't think this has ever resurfaced as a as a podcast, but I wanted to replay a couple of our final shows as a radio show to kind of see the difference between where we were, and it's actually almost exactly five years ago to the day uh, that we ended our time on AM 1500 and transitioned over to the podcast form. So it'd be kind of fun. I personally haven't even listened to either one of these shows since the last final days that we were on the radio station, and uh, I thought it'd be kind of fun. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the best of Garage Logic. Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, Vice President of Social Media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the Fireworks Commissioner, Flashlight King, and Keeper of Common Sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Commencing Garage Logic segment number charming and gracious day here at the great Minnesota get-together. I always enjoy the crowds and the proximity of bodies mashed together in unison as it presents an opportunity for some casual contact. A gentle brush against a random buttock by accident. If you catch my drift, can you dig it? I knew that you could, as the kids say. 
In addition to the cavalcade of things fried and things dipped in batter, there's also a cloud of melancholy and a taste of the maudlin as we bid a fond adieu to Mr. Souchere and his band of garage logic cronies as they take a final lap around the state fairgrounds in the form we have known for so very long. Word on the street is that it shall remain in similar form as a podcast, which is good news. I myself am unfamiliar with the technology, being as I still embrace the words cassette and splendid. Anywho, that's the word from St. Paul. I'm on my way to my annual visit to the State Fair Haunted House, where one can enjoy being startled by ghouls, and one can also enjoy staring at chicks. Go Vikes. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to tire of that. 60, you know, uh, 68 degrees, bro. You know, when I open the door now at the house... I first looked to see if there's a coyote out there. What? Guy got charged sitting on his patio last weekend, 9.30 at night. Coyote came running towards him. And he stood up and yelled and made a fool of himself, and the coyote went away. Now I'm now I'm leery to go out in, unless I look first. Unless they're rabid, they're not going to attack you. No, but Kenny, this one must have been, because he showed no fear of this guy. He charged him. Was he... And they're usually kind of groggy. Well, they, he said this was... They list off to one side, and they're all... They're, it's almost like they're drunk. You probably have them in your neighborhood. Uh, I've been around these things, uh, you know, rabid... Your whole life. ...animals like that, and they all act weird. Yeah. They don't act right. Do you know last night it was record-setting cold? I don't know what the temperature was supposed to be. Uh, 28 degrees in International Falls. That breaks a previous record of 31 degrees, but we're not told when. That'll put some frost on the pumpkin. Yeah. 29 degrees in Hibbing, uh, and that beat the uh, record of 33 for the same date, September 6. Again, I don't know what the temperature was supposed to be. Hardest hit was the St. Louis County community of Robinson, where it was 24 degrees. My goodness. Isn't that early for that cold? It's got to be. Yeah. What's that do to the crops? That's no good. That's just rocky soil up there. They ain't got nothing. That, like Roycey <laughs> says, ah, eh, give them something to complain about. That's not growing Bitch anything up or there. Or moan. <laughs> well, what tent are you going to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I had something else that I want. Oh, uh, Stacy, the GL geologist, uh, again alerts us an 8.1 on Fiji. Uh, mother's 8. really 8. rumbling 1. in the ring of fire. What's going on? If you want to worry about something you can't do anything about, Worry about the ring of fire. It's really uh, it's really rumbling deep in Mother's swimsuit area. What's it supposed to be doing? I don't know. Maybe maybe we just have so much technology now we're just kept updated about these earthquakes, but maybe they've been happening all throughout the millennium. And if you don't experience one, you are just lucky. I've experienced two. Yes, John. Joe, I, I, I only have, I can't call any other time for the next two days, so I have two things on my mind. Number one, I want to remind all the GLers that the 43rd annual uh, uh, Bob Speltz uh, LOL Land Lakes chapter uh, boat show is this weekend at Lord Fletcher's, and we have over 70 boats coming yep. and maybe more. That's number one. And number two, I simply want to say adieu, farewell. I love you so much. 
And uh, thank you for being my personal radio program for the last 25 years. Thank you, and I'll see you this weekend. All right. All right. Thank you. Boat show. That's okay. a nice send-off. Let's stick to that for a second, Such. What kind of boats are we looking at here? This is uh, Bob Spelt's chapter of the Land Lakes. Uh, it's the Land Lakes chapter of the Antique and Classic Boat Society. Fresh so, varnish, maybe? So oh, everything's yeah. wood. Yeah, so you want well, all, all some fiberglass and aluminum starting to show up. Just like on Golden Pond. But the principal attractions will be, uh, you know, 1948 Chris Crafts, 1950 Here's, Centuries, Garwoods, Hacker Crafts. Will Allen and Anderson have a couple of... Boats in there? Uh, uh, John Allen brought a boat down last year. I don't know if he is this year. What about Mr. Anderson? He, I don't. If he, I think he's got people who do that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Sunny with a high near seventy-three on Sunday, or excuse me, Saturday. South wind, five to ten miles an hour. Sounds perfect for a boat show. The boat show, I think, is Saturday only. Yeah, that'll. Be I'm glad he reminded me. I thought it was weather. a week from Saturday. Oh, but just think of. I'm not even mocking being down there when that. Uh, uh, that boat is started up, and you got that little blue haze coming out of the water. <laughs> oh, my God, how good that smells. Just a minute here. <laughs> Idling. That's the word I was looking for. There you go, man. Who who's on line three, Tommy? Yep. The rare call. Usually you just call a press conference for yourself. Yeah, well, this is uh, this is special timing. Yeah. Uh, saying thank you, I, I just don't feel it's enough. Uh, but thanks for 35 That's years. <laughs> for 35 years of sports talk, uh, tell Patrick that too because I can't call him when he's working. All right. And, and, uh, he wouldn't take the call the anyway. Years. Yeah. Oh, it's my pleasure. And thank you to Hype for all those uh, ridiculous stories that 345 to 4 that made us laugh like crazy. Uh, you guys have kind of been there for me for a long time, and you got me through some pretty tough times. and. Uh, I got to say thanks. Uh, you guys mean a lot to me. All right, Tommy. Thank hey, Tommy, you. Hey, Tommy, I'd like to thank you for that bottle of E&J brandy you're about to send over, huh? No, no. I already gave you the reserve. You just kept it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, t I never heard about it. No, I, yeah, I, don't, I know. It's not his style. All right. Yeah, thank you. It off. All, All right, right. See you later. Thank you. <laughs> I knew that was his drink of choice. That's why I said that. Mike? Mike? Hello, Joe. Yes. I was uh, I was listening to the other day when you were talking about the book by Bill Browder. Yes, Red, Red Notice. Pardon, I'm sorry, what did you say? It's called Red Notice. Red Notice. Yep. Okay, it sounds interesting. Yeah, you should read it. It'll bring you up to speed on what's happening with this between this country and Russia. Okay, thanks. All right. And the book about Rookie these last couple of weeks is Red Nose. Red Nose. God. My rosacea is on fire right now. I guess I'm not stressed out at all, huh? Does that does that? Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Become exacerbated by stress? Yes. And uh, well, and boozing, but uh, I I I deny that. Does boozing mitigate the stress? It's here's what it is: spicy foods, yep, which yep. I love. Yeah. Uh, you got a problem alcohol, right there. Yeah, you know it, yep. it helps. Yep. Sun. And, you know, there's a lot of sun lately, but uh, stress is the key. I well, you were outside for the entire length of the fair. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Let's... Okay, we all know what it's... Why don't you put some chapstick on it and shut up? <laughs> <laughs> chapstick! 
firing off opinions quicker than some do those late-night tweets. 1500 ESPN. You know, the investment game can be awfully tricky, especially in these volatile times, and that's why you need the best, and also somebody that you can trust, and that's why I rely on Josh Arnold. We know him as Mr. Money Talk around these parts, and he's here for you. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute no-obligation consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Josh has been at this a long time with a track record of success, and he's here to help you. So give him a call today. No obligation. That's right. No obligation. It's absolutely free. 952-925-5608. And tell him you heard about him here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. Hey, GLers. This is Pete Arnold from Hire a Pro. You know, the company that helps you be your own contractor so you can make the roofing company profits instead of the roofing company? I've got Chrissy here. So, Chrissy, why are you in my commercial? You helped me replace my roof. How did that go? It went great. You educated us on how everything worked, showed us behind the curtain, so to speak. And after our $25,000 roof was replaced, we walked away with almost $6,000 for the work we put in. And what work was that? Uh, well, we got the permit and we picked the color. Hire Pro handled everything else. You did a great job, and I'm not even being paid to say that. If anyone's listening and has a storm damage claim, call them. Don't hire a roofer. Hire a pro. That's awesome. I, I appreciate the kind of words, and I, I think you just made up our new motto. All right, Joe, you're up. So if insurance has approved your roof replacement, give these guys a call at 651-402-3400 or visit them online at hireadotpro. That's hire, uh, and then put the dot there, pro. Hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. From her majesty, Mount Zion, and the kingdom is for you. Uh Uh-huh. Is this early Simon and Garfunkel or no? No, it's not. When you tumble upon that Sounds like it band of horses with a B-side of Scarborough Fair waiting for bridge over trouble. It's not Simon and Garfunkel. No, it's the same thing. No, it isn't. I lay down my horse for you when times of trouble. Like a bridge over stormy oh, wait a minute. water. Wait a minute. I bet we have never used Simon and Garfunkel as a band of horses. Oh, yeah. Oh, M. Bump. Ward. What? M. Ward. Not band it's not of- Band of Horses? I'm told by FYI. Well, then he would know. I just labeled it. He came in here at a full I sprint. I bet he damn near broke his neck <laughs> yeah, trying to did. get in here. He really did. <laughs> he did. Jeez. Well, we're goofing off. Uh, thanks for inviting me back to do GL because it's giving given me two extra hours to boss Chris Reavers around. I've yeah. got him out in the studio collecting some audio for later in the show. This is awesome. <laughs> well, I listened last night to uh, day two of the fair. Yeah. I went to the website. Okay. And it's pretty easy to listen to the podcast. Yes. And I wanted to hear Height playing Midnight in Harlem with uh I'm sorry, the name of the group is the Lind uh Oh, that's driving me crazy. I'll find out band. Yep. Band. what's his name. Um and, and that just proves if you can do it, anybody can well, do that's it. That's a good point, Kenny. <laughs> that is a great point. With no offense intended. And you know how I did it? <laughs> you clicked on <laughs> There's a podcast icon on my phone. 
right? Yeah, yep. there is. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. That's it. It was a boom, boom. It was a boom, boom. Now, how can you listen to us Monday? Same way. That was the, wait, by the way, the Lisa Wenger band. Yeah, Lisa Wenger. Oh, them. Yeah. I thought you yeah. meant the original artist. No, no, no. That's Tadashi Trucks. Right. Uh, you can listen on, you go to garagelogic.com. In fact, here's what I'm going to do. This I'm, is from a guy that can't find Sports Center on his TV without talking into his remote. I have to. I have to. <laughs> well, my famous question was what channel is Channel 9 in here? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Call the TV department. Call the TV department. <laughs> okay. Yes, Rook. I went to. I just pulled up garagelogic.com. Yes, we have our own website. Now. And currently it pulls up 1500 ESPN Twin Cities through garagelogic.com. But regardless of what you want to do on Monday, that's how you will find the podcast. Whether it's on demand, um, you will find it right there and you can see the shows. So that's what you want to do. You, It's very easy to walk yourself through it. You guys, we've had a lot of meetings uh, and I'm really concerned about one thing. Uh, I don't want to be that close to any of you. Uh, yeah, in we're, a room. We're working that. I, mean, out I don't right want now. to be. I don't. I just. Uh, you know what? I already uh, off the air. That's too I much GLDNA in one room. Yeah. No, I'm with you. We need to. We need to spread out. Second thing is, uh, we have two options for when we think we'll do this. We could do ten to noon, or noon to two. I I, I think uh, informally I've sensed that noon to two is the preferred. Yeah, that would be much better for my friend that works at the airport. All right. But even if we get done in two, that day's podcast will be available to be listened to that day, right? Uh, we want it on the earlier the better so you can download it and get into the habit of downloading it uh, as soon as possible. Do you recall we've discussed the uh, the Millennium Tower in San Francisco, the multi-million dollar units uh, 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 uh a residential tower yeah. that's sinking yes, and the leaning. One yes. Uh, and now it's a new problem. What? It has windows designed to sustain hurricane force winds, but now those windows are cracking. Oh, boy. This what? thing is not only sinking, but leaning, and now a window cracked on the 36th floor. I remember the guy started with a, he had a marble. Remember he put a marble on his no, floor? No, it was a woman on the higher levels of the building who was practicing her putting. Oh. And no matter what she did, the ball veered off and went that way. Wow. And she thought, uh-oh. Oh, I only paid right. a mill for this place. Oh, yeah, oh, they oh. could have got a, 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 level, a $2 level or whatever. Is renter's insurance going to cover that? <laughs> this is this is a tremendous problem. Oh, my. Tom Miller, the attorney for the Homeowners Association, says the person who lives in 36B heard a loud pop during the middle of the night over the holiday weekend. Miller says the outside pane of glass cracked. Uh, the problem on the exterior is that glass is that glass going to hold or is it going to be falling object? The Department of Building Inspection told ABC7 News in Frisco that an inspector has been to the site three times. That inspector determined there is no imminent risk to pedestrians, specifically because the glass is laminated and designed to hold in place even when fractured. Uh, windows have been ordered. Uh, the Homeowners Association president says they are considering alternatives to bringing the building up to the highest standard. Now it's a question of the legal process to find the responsible parties to pay for and implement the fix, said Stephen Mayer, Homeowners Association president. How do you sand jack a skyscraper? No, you don't. You I don't. don't. You bring it down. You're done. Yeah, I there's no hydraulic there. system that could lift no. that weight. Nope. Even if I had the money, I, would, I wouldn't live there. 
Well, that's can you uh, no. sleep over with Joe? No. Do you hear that cracking? Did this, I wouldn't did this sleep. move? Did this thing move? Did this building just move? <laughs> you know, you put your bowl of cereal on the kitchen table and it slides, it slides off right down. What the hell? <laughs> I'd I'd eat. I'd, I'd I'd seek some legal remedy, obviously, but I'd I'd get out right now if I were. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. live there. No, abandon all hope. I abandon ship. <laughs> you use any sheetrock in that? You any sheetrock in that this building the, that's uh, tumbling worse, over? This is worse than the counterclockwise rotation of the joist. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'd get out of there and spend the night in a Motel Six. Uh, it's just amazing. They say they cl- they're claiming that the cracked window is not related to the building sinking or tilting. No, one has nothing. Those numbers aren't telling the truth. <laughs> well, but it has to because it's a window system designed to sustain hurricane force winds. That's what the salesman told them. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got this, no problem. I'm looking at a picture of it. It's 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 uh, that's a stress fracture in that window. I know my breaking glass. Yeah. I'm just thinking the glass is going to tip right out. I mean, it's going to crack into four pieces, and they're going to just tip out. But they're laminated, huh? Okay. Yeah, they're, 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 they're laminated. All right. Well, that'll solve it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what a what an interesting story. I, I don't know I, what it says about who authorized the permits to build, and were they not careful of enough to, to uh, test the, the ground, the soil? Well, here's what it tells you. Tell- San Francisco is not a swamp, by the way. Right. But what it tells you is with all the buildings, New York, I mean, any anywhere, uh, this not happening very often means we got pretty good system in place, mm-hmm. which means they would obviously know what the hell went wrong here. Do you know what we're going to have some fun with today? What? Guess we'll never have. We already did no, that. No, the Wall Street Journal every year uh, rates... Uh, Five, the the top 500 colleges in the country, colleges and universities in the country. Okay. And I did my due diligence and went all through it uh, to note the Minnesota schools. Uh, but this is very pertinent to our discussions of the failed academy <laughs> and how many of the top 500 uh, come up routinely when we're discussing the failed academy. Okay. Uh, and the, but then there was one other reason I checked on it. Uh, remember that chick who ripped Barbara Bush? Yes. At Fresno, she's at Fresno State. Yes. I wanted to see if they made the list. Ah. Oh. They didn't. They didn't. No, but I think the list is worth the printer a paper okay. it's printed on. Okay, so, yeah. But I, I was comforting to note, wait till you hear about her return to school. Wait till you hear about this mm. and tell me the academy isn't failed. Uh, but it's comforting to know that uh, Fresno State didn't make the top 500. And what I find might surprise me. You know, it's a list of 500. Do you want to be 500th? <laughs> Let's not read all 500. No. But, I mean, you know is, that a, is that a feather in your cap to make the top 500? We just, I guess. Made, we just made the list. I guess. Well, right. consider how many schools Out of are 510. Is John Height available? When we come back. You know, I've been with my friends at North American Banking Company for a few months now, and I'm really happy that I made the switch. And I think that you will be, too. You know, if you're tired of your big bank and just being a number, give them a shot. At least check them out online right away anyway. NABankCo.com. That's their location of on the web. And you know what? I like going there to one of my six locations, which is, of course, Roseville is my main branch. But you can also see them at 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location over there in Maple Grove. And they're great. They offer the same online and mobile banking 
options as the other big banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. And here's the big thing. They're locally owned and operated, and that means that loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They are not sent out of state, and this helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence. North American Banking Company first opened back in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker and they know you. And while a lot has changed since then, that commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, that has not. North American Banking Company invests in the people, businesses, and organizations that make the Twin Cities a great place to live. So when your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or to solve a problem, turn to the experts and my friends at North American Banking Company. Again, check out their website, nabankco.com. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. When was the last time you heard from your insurance agent? You probably had to call them, right? It's because they don't have any options for you. They only represent one company. They have nothing to call you about. The Canopy Group represents 16 companies, not one. Paul Borchert and Jeff McDonald have an amazing team of 40 pros who work tirelessly to study the insurance marketplace and match you with the best company at the best price. That's why you'll hear from the Canopy Group year in and year out. They have more to offer. The Canopy Group's process not only matches the coverage you need, but they'll also save you a small fortune over time. 83% of Score North listeners like you who inquired with the Canopy Group received better insurance coverage and saved over $800 their first year on home and auto insurance. They will continue to save you money too. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. At this point, very soon. I'm trying to get our guy to come out and join you if, if you would allow that. Yeah, absolutely. Did he not? Does he not want? Oh no, he's on his way. Okay. I went down to the river. Oh yes, you did. <laughs> and I took a look around. There were old man shoes. Is that okay with you guys? Here right. comes Heidi. He's plugging it in. on the ground. No more mysteries, baby. Height. No more secrets. No more clues. This is last week already. <laughs> there are stars out tonight. Here we go. I can we go. almost see the moon. There's my man. The streets are windy. And the subway's closing down Gonna carry my dream To the other side of town Walk that line Walk that line Torn apart Spend your whole life trying Just your whole life trying Ride that train Ride that train Free your heart Free your heart She's just got a copy of it, isn't Lisa looked over at her partner and went, 
holy. Sunny and 68 degrees. Take the compliment, Johnny. That was uh, that, that was guitar awesome. was gently weeping, Johnny. Was a little bit. Just shut was, up and say thank you. That was beautiful. Put you on the spot, thank though. You didn't like that, did you? Thank you. It, no, yeah, it was, uh, I made him go out there. I'm like, get out there I loved, right now. I loved playing. I just yeah. didn't want to wander out in the middle of their song. I got their permission. You did. Yeah. You did she it, looked. You did it perfectly. Yeah. She looked over at her oh, partner yeah. Oh, yeah. and went. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. I told, and, and she smiled. I think I told you guys. I found out later. Uh, I went to Facebook, and uh, I they had something about being on GL, and I thanked them for letting me sit in. Uh, she is from Bismarck. Well, for Pete's sake, yeah. I, I didn't know her beforehand. But okay, we're out of time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Playing the part of Pat Royce today. Why are we discussing this? This update brought to you by It's Just Lunch. Twins off today after losing the last three in Houston. They'll be back home tomorrow. Three against the Royals, three against the Yankees in a six-game homestand. NFL football. Ball season underway tonight. Falcons and Super Bowl champion Eagles play. Then uh, the Vikings, they'll open up Sunday against the 49ers at U.S. Bank Stadium. Weren't they the Super Bowl uh, teams last year? Nope. Philly beat who? No, New New England. England. New England, that's right. News notes from today. Uh, I can do traffic stories now and not have to worry about Kenny uh, maybe correcting me because he he doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know, don't care. I used to avoid them when Kenny was around (laughs) because I didn't want to make a mistake. Kenny, you ain't leaving. I got news for you. I've deleted all those emails and all that Twitter (laughs) nonsense. I have no idea what's going on. Will you start now tweeting at other people going, what the hell's wrong with 35W? I should. I should. Uh, We had a problem this morning uh, down on Highway 13 in Burnsville, the eastbound lanes were closed. Uh, they have reopened now after a crash. Mindot reports the crash occurred between Shawan Avenue South and Washburn Avenue South. Uh, they were able to reopen things uh, after about three hours uh, early, uh, right before noon. Today. So uh, recon was called. Uh, that I'm not sure of, to be truthful. See, even, see, I shouldn't even brought this one in. See? I was just wondering if it was a fatality. I, I, don't, uh, I don't know that. All right. More than 1,300 animals seized from a property in Pierce County, Wisconsin, after authorities found evidence of dog fighting and cockfighting while executing a search warrant, according to a joint news release from the Pierce County Sheriff's Office and the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. According to the Sheriff's Office... Different kind, Rook. U.S. Marshal Service executed an arrest warrant for Huao Dia Yang at a Rural Spring Valley home on August 30th. Search warrant was later executed. Officers located an indoor marijuana growing operation, a pound of dried marijuana, (laughs) and a safe that contained four pounds of methamphetamine. How many felonies can we... It's felony farm. (laughs) Since we're in this far. Pierce County, Wisconsin has been a source of strange news for 40, my 50 years. It's a... Poor county, and there's a lot of shenanigans that happen in the woods up there. Well, including a very, very notable UFO sighting back in the late 70s. Mm, and, I didn't know about that. And I went to visit the uh, people to write about it. Oh, and yeah. dot, dot, dot. He declined their invitation to sleep in the basement. <laughs> well, and smell this rag. One, no. no. <laughs> Aliens no. left chloroform. Does no. it smell like chloroform to you? You want to hear the story or don't you? <laughs> yes. And I was told the story of sh- uh, two sheriff deputies uh, fishing on Lake Superior and saw a craft enter the water, a spacecraft enter oh. the water. Oh. So, so there you are. Okay. Are you sh- were they sure it wasn't just something 
No, it was a cigar-shaped uh, deal, and it uh, entered the water, and it didn't come back. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. huh. So two sheriffs were fishing at the same time. I guess. Were they on duty, or was this a... And then the gal who answered the door was, the, you know, the, the, the farmer's daughter fantasy of all time. Right? Really? Yeah. Which is why a, you even... Hey, just incredible. Stay. Just incredible. Then Joe wrote a letter. Imagine <laughs> my, my luck. Imagine my, my alien luck. <laughs> Did she done runned off with you when no, you left? No, she didn't done run off. <laughs> Tell me this. What ballroom did I play there in a band? What, what, is it Proch's popular ballroom in Ellsworth? I don't know. You got me. There was a ballroom in Ellsworth. Mm. Isn't that in Pierce County? I believe it is. Ballroom in Ellsworth? Yep. A ballroom? No, in, in, yeah, in Ellsworth, Wisconsin. Ellsworth. Pierce County. Yep. A college roommate from Ellsworth. Oh, that's interesting. Proach's popular ballroom, Ellsworth, God, Wisconsin. My, like a steel trap. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a steel trap. You guys want to book a wedding? No. According, John, continue. According to the sheriff's office in the ASPCA, uh, 1,300 animals taken from that property. Yeah, one felony at a time, folks. <laughs> uh, gunman now, opened... well, really quick, and I'm not trying to make light of the story or be, okay. be joking please, here. Please don't. I'm not going to, but back to the, the, the fighting that was hosted, uh, dogs and roosters uh -huh. will, will use That's now. correct, yes. I mean, were they making significant money doing this? They must have been if they were busted. Why, and, why do our, some of our Asian friends have such disregard for the animals? We, twice a year, we get the story of our Asian friends filling the trunk of a 1958 Buick with 5,000 crappies. Right. Well, they haven't been brainwashed I yet. guess. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> They're still free. Th they're free thinkers, Joe. Right. Yeah. Just let them go. <laughs> uh, were the roosters, in fact, fighting the dogs? Or were no, these, no, no, no. These it was, weren't it was dog, dog fighting okay. and cock fighting. So two different. Uh, I wonder if one warmed up the other. You know, which which one like headlined? Op opening box. Yeah, which one headlined? <laughs> Well, there were posters mm -hmm. around town that would have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed to the telephone pole. Uh, Why are you going to FedEx and Kinko's? I got to print up some posters. <laughs> and then really big words. Yeah. Rooster! Yeah, fighting. <laughs> uh, I'm going to skip the next story. Yeah, that was boy. a serious story. Yeah, don't, so do I don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Well, is it important for us to know it? Well, yeah. it might be, yeah. yeah it, there was the a, a shooting. There was a shooting. Are you, uh, is this Cincinnati? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's newsworthy, and it should be enough time okay. Should be a newscast. You guys quit giggling. No, this is it. not funny. Not at all. A gunman opened fire this morning in a building in the heart of Cincinnati in an attack that left him and three other people dead. The police department said it was along the 500 block of Walnut Street at the bank's lobby and loading dock. Three people died, four injured as a result of the incident. The suspect also dead. One of the victims died at the scene. Two more died at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. UC Health spokesperson Kelly Martin said one victim remained there in critical condition, another in serious condition. Police Chief Elliot Isaac said the shooter opened fire at the building's loading dock, then entered the bank's lobby where he exchanged gunfire with police. It's unclear whether the gunman shot himself or was shot by officers. Uh, streets around the building at the city's Fountain Square were closed, as were sidewalks. The situation uh, got under control around 9 this morning. Police said they are still looking into a motive and what the whole shooting was about. Dave Dahl coming up next. Dave Dahl.
Thank you, Joe. We're up to 68 degrees, heading for a high today of 74. Just a gorgeous day outside. Dew points are staying low. We're going to keep that low humidity going through uh, most of the weekend. And right now, it appears as though it's going to stay dry through the weekend as well. So good drying out period, especially for southern Minnesota, which has been extremely wet, obviously, over the last several days. Uh, up to our north, some increasing clouds down here to the south, mainly sunny skies. Clear skies low again tonight down to the 50s. They made it down to the upper 20s and low 30s up in northern Minnesota this morning. Uh, did have their first frost and freeze of the season. 56 for the overnight low here officially, 74 tomorrow, and mid-70s through the weekend, as we said. Uh, fair dry through the weekend and isolated showers possible Sunday night and right now it appears those some isolated showers could linger into Monday but next week it does warm up back in the hey, lower to middle 80s so Tuesday and Wednesday. Right now Joe we're at 68. Say what this means to me. I have a sermon concerning Trump. Oh boy you're going out the bang. No no just bear with me. Okay. Uh, I'm struggling mightily with this anonymous op-ed piece that the New York Times seemed to me to be only too happy to, to print, written by someone supposedly a senior administration official. Uh, and in it, we don't really learn much that we don't already know about the fellow. Did you read it? I hope you read it. Everyone, uh, yes. Everyone should read yes. it. Uh, and people around me, Personally, I, I've noted them cheering this, and, okay. and I'm not cheering it. Uh, this is the behavior of a banana republic. Uh, th this is this uh, hints of a coup with with these with these these background people deciding what is well, good for America and what's that's, that's the exact thing I thought when I read it. Imagine, just imagine, you might be cheering this now because you you find this guy so disagreeable. Well, what's to prevent this from being the norm from here on out? What What's to prevent an ingrained political class from so so carefully controlling uh, the political situation in Washington, D.C., that the president, whoever the president might be, essentially would become powerless, essentially right. would be driven out of office for the sole purpose of this of this political class protecting its own livelihoods. And it's not implausible to me that, that this game will now be played upon the election of a Democrat as president. It's, it's wholly unacceptable, no matter who's president, to have, if the, if the person who wrote this identified himself and was prepared to be fired, that's one thing. That's one thing. Okay. But this... This smacks of uh, of a wink and a nod between whoever wrote this and his fellow compatriots. I don't know if it was a woman who wrote it or a male who wrote it, but this smacks of uh, let's let's tell America how virtuous we are by trying to protect America from this guy. It reminds me of my old line about Jesse Ventura, who had uh, a security detail that protected Minnesotans from the governor. <laughs> Remember that, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm I'm. I think any rational soul in this country should be made terribly uncomfortable by this. This is not the way we operate. We don't operate with a secret cabal of insiders who are going to appoint themselves by virtue of recognizing their own importance. We didn't elect whoever wrote this. 
right? Yes, sir. We did not elect these people. And mark my words, you might be jumping up and down in the street today because you you, you find uh, uh, Trump so disagreeable that you're anxious to see him falter in any way possible. You're rooting for his demise. Okay, but it's being brought about by people you don't know, and what's to prevent them from bringing the same thing about when you get your president in there? I think this is terrifying. This is this is as terrifying as this is as terrifying as anything Trump has done. And when Trump does something, you at least know where it's coming from. I imme- I immediately thought. I wondered uh, when I read it. Did they do this with Nixon? Because Nixon was also no. kind of frightening, and he would get out of hand, uh, you know, and get. Get crazy about the slightest little thing. Uh, no, it was not done about Nixon. There was great contention between Nixon and the press, and Nixon kept that famous enemies list. Right. But it was, it was, it, it somehow still passed the muster of being above the board, above the bar. Right. We, we knew what was going on. Yeah. Uh, everything Trump does that people condemn, at least we know that it's him. It's out it's there, him. and it's it's on Twitter. You're going to find it on Twitter. And we have a means in place to deal with this. And the means we have in place is not secretiveness. It's not anonymity. This isn't Bolivia. This is the greatest country in the world. And what we're supposed to accept is that whoever wrote this and his or her fellow travelers well, we're trying to save you, Mr. and Mrs. America. We're trying to uh, make sure this continues to be the greatest country in the world. And we think this guy's a crackpot and he's got to go. But we're not going to tell you who we are. Well, I'd like you, somebody to answer me. What's to prevent this, no matter who the president is? Wow. That's an alarming thought. But is it a plausible thought? I think so. I do, too. Absolutely. Who's on line one, Because this starts to be Chris? the norm, Tom. Tom? Tom? Yes. Yeah, you know this. This memo sort of makes me wonder what the political class is going to think when, come November, the midterms do not go the way they're anticipating. Mm-hmm. And what the memo says to me, and I agree with you, it's cowardly, it's petrifying. But what the memo says to me is that now we apparently even have people in the administration who are completely out of touch with why Trump won. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, you and I have talked about this before. Yeah, he, he's a he's boorish. He's uncouth. Somebody needs to take away his Twitter account. But that said, Donald Trump's tax cut gave me a larger pay increase than my employer did. Mm-hmm. If you can overlook $20 trillion in debt, the financial fundamentals are pretty sound. But... I've been putting up with people for two years, stamping their little feet and having a temper tantrum, when really, if you can overlook his boorishness, it's been a pretty moderately successful presidency. But but do you understand my concern? My, oh, cons- my, concer- can express. my concern is it doesn't make any difference who the president is if we're going to start to accept this kind of banana republic behavior. I... I understand, Joe, and I agree with you. However, I tend to disagree with you that this will happen with a Democratic presidency, unless we're talking complete shadow government, regardless of party. I firmly believe that there are folks who think things would have been different or better under Hillary. I think that if a Democrat's elected next presidential cycle, 
folks will calm down. The nation will change very little. But that's the irony. The nation's going to change very little, but as long as the right party's in, hey, we're all happy. All right, thank you. But remember this. It doesn't make any difference who the president is. Many of those so-called senior administration officials, they stay no matter who the president is. What I'm talking about is the development of a political class that begins to see themselves as so powerful that they will control the behavior of who's in office. And the New York Times, you know, it's they just hired that Sarah Jong who hates men, you know. Right, uh, I mean, right. for their editorial department, I... Uh, it's hard to take the New York Times seriously, uh, but uh, uh, this is this should this should cause concern for every thinking American. From high atop the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, we're celebrating 30 years of garage logic. Thanks in part to North American Banking Company. Hello, Joe. Oh, How are you? Everyone's waiting for the third installment in the update. Well, hang on. Here we go. All right. <laughs> so the electrician comes out. Right. And I went over and saw him later and talked to him, and he said, "Yeah." Well, you had disconnected all your stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm. I went over. I went over and took it all out as soon as I heard he was coming. I went over in the evening. Right. About two thirty in the morning, and I hooked everything. Right. Pulled it all out. So I go over and talk to him, and he says, well, you have an electrician come out, and we took the box apart, and we dug through. He's here for like an hour. couldn't figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. Checked everything out. Everything seems to be okay. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I said, I looked at it. Everything seemed to be fine, and it seemed to be working. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought, okay, maybe... You know, maybe he's caught on. Maybe somebody might have let him in on the secret that listens to the radio. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, he's not really acting like he knows anything's going on. Mm-hmm. So I thought, what the hell? I'm going to do it. If I get caught, big deal. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a good time up till now. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> go back over on Sunday and I hooked it back up. Right. And I wait till Sunday night. He walks out of the house heading towards the barn and... So I hurry up and ran out and got a hold of the switch and shut the lights off so I could see better. And as he was walking towards the barn, I started to dim him. <laughs> Joey stopped dead in his tracks. And I could hear him from my house. Oh, my God. Just cussing <laughs> and swearing like you can't believe. I mean, and it was not. He was having a cat. Just screaming, ran in the house. Did he call next you? Thing, next thing I see, he's running out of the house, dragging his wife, <laughs> pointing, screaming and hollering at the barn. <laughs> so I just slowly moved him back up to the airbride again. <laughs> and I slowly turned him all the way down and set him off. <laughs> I hear him yelling at his wife. I have an electrician come out. The guy checks it out. He tells me there's nothing wrong. Now tell me there's something wrong with this or am I going nuts? <laughs> I can hear it from the house. He's screaming so loud. <laughs> I 
pulled it out real slow again, pushed it back up again, oh. all right. Oh. His wife just turns around. She walks in the house. He walks over to the bar, just grabs the cord, and just yanks it across the, across the thing in the yard. Stomps into the barn and that was the end of it. Never plugged him in again. Oh. Rest of the night. Oh. So, <laughs> so I waited and went back over and talked to him the next morning before I went into work. I saw him get the kids ready for school bus. Popped off and talked to him. I said, so how's everything going? Wait till the kids get on the bus, Katie. And I was like, yeah, okay. Kids get on the bus. <laughs> get them the passenger side. You ain't gonna believe this. Electrician comes out, checks the thing. Last night I'm walking outside and the lights are going dim and back up to bright and dim and back up. He goes, Greg, I've just given up. Uh -huh. I sit, I'm done. Yeah. I said, what do you mean? He goes, I ain't plugging them back in again. I don't care. I'm not going to turn them back on anymore this year. <coughs> Is that said, where it's... Well, I said, well, you know, maybe, maybe, you know... I. I, I can't answer that for you. I don't have any idea why lights would dim. Mm -hmm. I said they're Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. You got like a setting where they dim or what? You know, plain stupid. And he says, well, no, there's no setting like that. They just thought they're on. Mm -hmm. I said, well, I don't know what to tell you. I said, well, the electrician, did you call the electrician and ask him about it? He goes, yeah, I'm going to call the electrician. He goes, I'm not going to pay for that. He said, doing the same thing it was when he got here. And he said he didn't find anything wrong. Something's got to be wrong. So I said, "Well, okay." So I come home that night. Wait, can you uh, can you can you uh, pick up the story after the news? Can you oh, sure. can you stay on hold? Sure. No huh? Is Randy sure, no Meyer problem. all right? Yeah, let him go. All right, I'm keep keep, keep going, Greg. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so he calls me over and he says, "All right." Electricity's coming out first thing tomorrow morning. We're going to get this checked out once and for all. Mm -hmm. So I I said, okay, that's it. I've had my fun. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go get the stuff, and I'm going to get it completely out of the yard. I'm going to pull it all the way back over to the house. Mm -hmm. But I went over, and I got it. I pulled it all back over to the house. I hooked it. It took me like an hour and a half. Pulled it all back over to the house. The next morning, I see the electrician there. I wanted to wait before I went into work. Mm -hmm. So I wait. I see the electrician there. So I drive over there. I said, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I said, these lights go down off, down off. Electrician goes in. He pulls the box off. He's looking all over. Checks all the outlets. Pulls everything apart again. He goes, I'm telling you, there's nothing wrong. My neighbor starts yelling. He goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm telling you, these Christmas lights go on and off, and they dim slow, and then they come up fast till they're all the way on or till they're all the way off. My wife saw it, my neighbor saw it, and you can't find the problem. I'm not paying the bill. So the electrician get into the big screen match and the electrician leaves. <laughs> and the electrician leaves. He looks at me and he goes, you know what? The hell is it? I'm not going to turn them on. I don't care if they're working now. I'm shutting them off. That's it for the year. Oh, so, gosh. So, Joe. Yeah. I got the whole thing for next year. <laughs> and 
gonna do it again. <laughs> I've got, I've got a buddy that's an electrician that's got an idea that he wants to try. Yeah. That he thinks we could actually make the lights pulse like in kind of like a chasing pattern. <laughs> so, so between now and next Christmas, we're going to work on that and see if we can't pull that off. Stay so what we thought was, maybe what we would do next year, I know it doesn't get dark till after you're off the air, but I thought what we'd do next year is if, Maybe you and Ricky wanted to come out one night and watch. Oh. We'd do it when you guys could come out and oh, watch. We'll definitely do it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I'm telling you, I thought he'd do what I was up to. Yeah. It's no clue. Stay in touch, Greg. I will. Thank you. Have a great Christmas, show. Same to you. Thank Bye-bye. you. 30 Years of Garage Logic is brought to you by North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. To learn more, go to nabankco.com. Join us all summer long as we look back at 30 years of GL memories. Reality with a bite. The Joe Shoot Show. Brand new to social media and uh, gaining uh, steam left and right. Uh, I did want to mention to Garage Logicians on Twitter, at uh, GL Podcast is the brand new Garage Logic podcast account for Twitter, the official podcast account. It's at GL Podcast, and it's, uh, it's on I, fire can, right now. Can I tweet on it? People are asking if you will. I think I will. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. And you, of course, are at Joe Souchere. I don't. I, you have one follower. No, you me. have to. You have to. No, I will. I will. I don't think he knows how to get into his. Yeah. Because, because you're going to have to teach me. Uh, Larry in Colorado asks, will Joe actually use his Twitter account? Thanks, Larry in Colorado. What's your reply? I responded, dear Larry in Colorado. Uh, okay. You know that'll never happen. Right. <laughs> well, we could use that tweet, though, to promote who might be coming up on a podcast, for example. Yeah, maybe like that, prior right? to the show, here's what's coming up on the podcast. You're, uh, you're thinking now. Oh, yeah. He's breaking through. <laughs> We're uh, break through we, to the modern era. We got era. that slow drill that you break into the safe with where you can't go fast, but it's just a slow grind. We're working oil on, you. on it so it doesn't burn up, too. That big audio vault on top of his melon there. I keep thinking today's the scramble, but that's tomorrow. Right? Yeah, we got a festive show tomorrow. Right. I haven't planned anything, but I hope it's festive. Well, 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis at 71. Local business. Hey, everybody. It's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 and use code GarageLogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GarageLogic50 at factormeals.com slash garagelogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
Well, I do hope that you enjoyed today's best of Garage Logic Reavers here in the GL Podcast Studios. And um, I didn't didn't think you, you would object to the final two shows that we did on the radio. And a rookie actually popped his head in while I was doing it because he was working on some other things and said, Oh, I haven't even listened to those shows in forever. It's been five years and he couldn't believe it. So tomorrow we will play the final ever episode, excuse me, not episode, but final ever uh, radio show that we did almost five years ago. So hope you enjoyed it and stick around for tomorrow. Thank you so much, GLers. We really do appreciate it. It is that time once again that we pick up the phone and we make that call to our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us once again here in Garage Logic, and now is the time for you to do the same. So do not delay. Pick up that phone and do what I did and dial 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number, you get Josh. And as always, you will always get straight talk. You will never get sugar-coated advice, and Josh is always there for you for that free, yes, I said free, 48-minute, no-obligation consultation. He's also with us once again here in Garage Logic. And today, Josh, you would like to touch on retail earnings and, of course, the Fed. Got to talk about the Fed. Well, actually, you don't have to talk about the Fed, but the Fed is interfering with the marketplace again. It seems like the market, on a broad basis, is again concerned about the Fed and what the Fed is going to do with interest rates. The bears are out in force saying, oh, the 10-year Treasury is above 4%. Horror upon horrors, that is going to crowd out investment in stock. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I'm being a little facetious with the wonderfulness, but the 10-year Treasury is back at 4.2%, the highest level of it's been since last October at the last market low. The bears point to that and say, better to be in Treasuries for the next 10 years. It's safe. It yields 4.2% and put money in stock whether it be my favorites, Apple or Amazon, or somebody else's favorites like Berkshire Hathaway or Walmart, just go to treasuries. Well, if I take a look at the last 10-year period of time, a 4% treasury is not going to cut it. Yes, I put the money in the treasury, and yes, in 10 years, I'm going to take out the same money that I put in. In the meantime, for each $1,000 I put in, I get $42.50 cents a year in terms of interest. I'm sorry. To me, I avoid bonds. I'd sooner put the money in stock with growing sales and growing earnings. Yep, the market continues, we'll say, to sell off. Yes, part of a pullback. August is typically a difficult month for the uh, stock market. There are a lot of folks on Wall Street go on vacation. So typically, I always call it, you have the junior varsity is manning the trade desk. The varsity is on, on vacation. The varsity comes back just after Labor Day. They look at look at the books, look at the sheets and say, well, we don't like this. We don't like that. So there's a little more continued selling. Now we add in the Federal Reserve, which he had or released their minutes from their last meeting. And market players, even though they heard what Jay Powell said, even though they heard all the Fed speakers since that meeting say higher for longer, we're still concerned 
with inflation. Inflation is sticky, particularly in wages and shelter. And the economy is still good. So we're still going to fight inflation with potentially more rate increases. And then we have next week the Fed meets in Jackson Hole, Wyoming for their annual confab. And what's going to come out of that is what we've been hearing from the Fed for the last year and a half. Yes, we're data dependent, yada, yada, yada. But higher interest rates for a longer period of time because we're concerned about wage inflation. I've talked about this and I'll probably continue to talk about this. Wages have been going up. And if you take a look at some of the union contracts that have been dealt with, wages are still going to go up. And the Fed can raise interest rates until the cows come home, but that's still not going to stop the wage growth still going to be with us. And quite frankly, with interest rates, we'll say the 10-year rate at 4.2%, that might be more of a return to normalcy than anything else. Earnings. Retail earnings have been in focus, I'll say this week. We'll have a little more continuation next week. Plus, next week, we have another semiconductor, NVIDIA, which will be well watched as it comes out. But it's interesting, the difference between two of the larger big box stores, Walmart and Target. Target missed their numbers and guided down for the next several quarters. The stock initially went up on the news. But Target stock is trading at the very low end of their range. Target was hurt by, to me, some merchandising mistakes as well as suffering from people spending on, we'll say, travel and entertainment rather than buying soft and hard goods. Walmart, on the other hand, well, they're one of the larger food retailers. So they make a lot of money selling food. And a nice bit of news, their e-commerce business really picked up. Walmart up their full-year guidance, opposed to Target cutting their full-year guidance. Walmart is moving to a high Target trading at a low. Another, we'll call it value retailer, TJ Maxx, the market symbol TJX. There was another beat and raise quarter. When people are shopping, they're looking for value. Amazon, when Amazon reported, same type of thing as Walmart, TJ Maxx. Retail had been moving up. Amazon stock got an additional boost, of course, with their with a little more growth in Amazon Web Services than had been expected. But Amazon's retail might be the secret to their success. Excellent advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608, where you're always going to get straight talk and never, ever sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, a fantastic weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks very much, Chris. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.